Hi everybody, welcome to the first episode, uh, well, first spin-off episode, I should say, of Piro in the Rough, and, uh, we're calling this, uh, I'm gonna call this Piro in the Flesh, it's, uh, a little series that I, a side series that I wanted to start, um, unfortunately, uh, my co-host Isaac, uh, couldn't be here, he got a little sick today, uh, had to kind of sit this one out today, so, uh, it's just, uh, me, Solo, uh, Lawrence, and, uh, uh, today, our first guest, um, we're gonna be have, uh, interviewed, um, about their experience in Japan and the wrestling world uh, in Japan is uh, Miriam, uh, also known as Flame286 uh, on Twitter. How are you doing, Miriam? I'm good. Nice to be here. <laughs> so, first of all, I just got to ask, like, where are you from? Like, where where you uh, originate from? Uh, I'm born in Germany, lived there uh, my first 20 years. Then I lived one and a half years in the U.S., and now for the last eight years I've been living in Finland. Oh, really? Oh, so you, you had like a little stop in America, and then you kind of you kind of went here uh, to Germany after that, or Finland, right? No. Finland. Like, that, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's like, whew, that's like a, what a, what a path, a trajectory path that is. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm like... I've like never been out of the country, America, so it's <laughs> that's, that's pretty wild. But um, so yeah. So what um, what really got you into um, the Japanese like wrestling scene, uh, and really what made you like what want to see Japan? It's been actually pretty crazy. I've been a wrestling fan for about twenty four years now, um, but mostly the European and the American and. I started watching Japanese wrestling beginning 2018. I just, like, I think most, I got into the New Japan, and from there on, I just... Yeah, they're usually uh, the gateway drug. Uh. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, yeah. yeah, my first trip actually was pretty crazy. I um, had in May of 2018, I had holidays, and just two weeks before, I decided, okay, what am I going to do? And I had the money, and I was like, let's just go to Japan. Got my flights 12 days before the trip and just went there without much knowledge, without anything, just straight there and went to see wrestling. I love that. that that's a, that's really awesome, like spontaneous. Uh, I really wish I could do something like that <laughs> myself, but uh, it, it's just kind of like my uh, cir- you know circumstances with my job and everything. It's just a little difficult to be spontaneous like that. And but trust me, I would have a long time ago if I could have. But um, uh, that's that's awesome though. So. Um, you said that was last. So you said last year and during the summertime was the uh, your first visit. Yes, in May. May. Okay. Yes. Um. So what was like the first thing you did when you when you landed when you got there? I I don't even remember exactly, but I remember that there was a lot of organization stuff because like you have to get through there all the um the stuff and then you have to get your train ticket and like organize yourself because I landed in Narita, um, Tokyo, mm. what's like one and a half hours outside of the city actually. So it takes you a whole lot of time to get actually to Tokyo. Yeah, I've heard I've heard the stories of the, the long Narita trip to, to Tokyo yeah. from uh, multiple people. It's a it's an interesting uh interesting thing. So um yeah, so like what so did you like do anything like when you like got got right into Tokyo, like, at, at all, right away, or did you just kind of, like, try to, you know, I don't know how much jet lag there is on your hand, I know for the Americans, it's it's a lot worse, I'm sure, but, um, 
I think it's pretty easy for us Finnish because we usually fly in the evening and arrive in the morning. Oh. Okay. So that wasn't too much of a problem, actually. I got a few hours of sleep, not very much, but I think I was so hyper and excited that for me that's pretty easy. I'm one of the people who can go pretty much on the first day they arrive in Japan right to a show. It's like no big deal for me. It's like at some point I'm just going to crash when I'm totally exhausted. But as long as there's resting around and people are around, I can go for hours and days and whatever. It just doesn't matter. I can tell from all the pictures you post on Twitter. I'm like, man, she don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's like just like it gives me so much energy to meet the people, to meet the wrestlers. It's like like. I'm totally high on it for the time I'm there. I'm really like, it's just going on and like the experience in these things is just absolutely unique and keeps me going. Yeah, wow. That's awesome. Um, so I, I got to so gotta ask, so what um, what shows did you see um, when you went there? I know this is probably a laundry list. Uh, <laughs> So yeah. if, if you can't remember them all, I, I can understand, but... Just... Like, I, I can start with... Like, I've been there three times by now. So that was the first time I was in uh, May of 2018. And then 2019, I have been in April for one month. Um, like, really, 31 days I've been there. Wow. And then now in November, I was for 24 days still there. Like, uh, October, November. 24 days. So I have, in that time, done really a lot of shows. Um, mostly, I've been to Noah shows where... Did I count it? 11, 11 or 12 Noah shows now. Um, I've been to DDT, Basara, uh, Dove, uh, oh Big my. Japan, oh my God. All Japan, Freedoms. Um, I've been to Triple Six. Um, um, oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> I've been to a, a small show in Nagoya, what was absolutely awesome. I've, I've been to so many smaller places, and it's just really special. It's absolutely Boy, to be different a, than just like the big stuff. And with Japan, I think, of course, on the first trip. Yeah, to be a fly in the room for those Dove Pro and 666 <laughs> shows. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Actually, that Dove Pro show was my absolute favorite of all of them. It was just such an energy there. Um, it was in Shinkiba, what's like a smaller place in Tokyo, where usually around 200, 250 people are going to be. And... But it just was like this whole surrounding, all the people dressed a little bit more crazy, a little bit more exciting. Everyone had like, yeah, it, 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 then the music, of course, is dope. It, it makes it really special. Oh, yeah. That's, you're definitely going to get a different crowd at those at those shows, uh, for sure. I mean, I, you know, the Hayata and those guys, are they're, they're something else, uh, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, Hayata <laughs> comes from there. He's now Noah. But it's not only that. It's just like... Um, Actually, most Dove shows are not really crazy. When you have them in, um, let's say, in Osaka or something, you will have mostly a family crowd there. But oh. it's like, I think, especially that Tokyo show, what's only like two, three times a year, Yeah, that draws on the special people, really. Yeah. Oh. It's like, because it's mostly standing places, for example. It's just totally different. It's like, I think only Dove and uh, DDT, to the, uh, DDT and Basara, do this standing shows it's like uh, they are really fun and a little different from the usual style uh, that's that's interesting uh, <laughs> you know, there's, there's only certain like there's very few companies that really do do that you know uh, the standing standing room only so, which is uh which is interesting and not only they have a few sitting but it's like mostly i think most people prefer really standing there yeah. next to the ring yeah yeah, that's why a lot, a lot, of, a lot of times at the Beyond uh, Wrestling shows over here in America they, that they do that too. So, uh, so that's pretty interesting. 
Uh, so, like, what were some of your favorite? So, any of their favorite shows or favorite matches from those time periods you, you went in in person? I think matches is really hard because I've seen oh, so much. Yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, <laughs> uh, shows definitely from my last trip. Also, the Basara show I was at Chinkiba because that is a all you can drink show. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and you can guess. Basara is also a little crazy, and they really everyone enjoys themselves, and it's such a good mood there. And you buy snacks and share them with the other people that are standing close to you. So it's like I'm very open and maybe also easygoing. I'm trying to connect with as many people as possible, so I'm not scared of like <laughs> interacting with Japanese, and that makes it really special because you just meet new people, and, like get involved in things that you would never normally. So yeah. That's it's like that was special as a show, and then of course I've been three days um, to the Ryagoku Sumo Hall shows uh, now in beginning oh, wow. of November, and I think one of my favorite matches was probably the Miyamoto um, Kodaka match, the main event for Big Japan. Oh, oh, that, you, oh that my goodness! Was absolutely fantastic! Wow, you were there in person for that? Oh. Yes. Yes, oh. I've been all three days. <laughs> wow. Oh, that, that, was a, that was a great I, match. I have to actually say I was pretty sick at that point, too. Like, I was over that weekend. I had Probably I had fever. I don't know. Oh, and wow. I was really exhausted. barely slept. But I went through this three days, and it was so awesome. But I, I remember after that last show, I was just, like, totally cracking. I just wanted to go to bed and sleep for, like, 24 hours straight. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's What a great experience that is. Um uh, that was a that was a really really awesome match. So I, I can definitely see how that stuck uh, stuck out to you. Um, yeah, but there were so many like um, the Hayata Yohei match, of course, from um, Noah. And, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I could I could count so many. It's just every show you go. It's not always the big matches, also, but it's like the the small things you see and how the wrestlers interact with each other and everything that's around you know, of it is just so unique and uh, like special with the Japanese that's so different from what I've seen in Europe and the US oh oh I can only imagine yeah I, I, I just I get the whole sense of that there's just a different atmosphere um, with with wrestlers and uh, just in general I was actually that was actually leading him right into what I was gonna ask you next was like kind of what do you have like kind of memorable meetups with like wrestlers and or and or fans that you know um, were there any like that really really stuck out to you like with meeting with certain wrestlers uh, after before shows or even outside of their, cause I know in Japan, the big thing is uh, uh, a lot of wrestlers have their own bars and uh, restaurants and stuff. Um, so with fans, definitely I've gotten a good connection to many Noah fans and they have taken me after shows drinking and to restaurants and stuff like that. And I've been getting into fan events. So that's really, really unique and really awesome. Um, with wrestlers, of course, I've met so many wrestlers at bars and places. Um, one special one, definitely, um, Abe uh, Fungnoi, oh, like from wow. Basara. Like we went to a small um, restaurant that has um, once a week a wrestling show, like a mat wrestling show. That means only like three matches, six wrestlers. And afterwards, the wrestlers come and talk to you. And he was so awesome. He was sitting there so much with us and enjoyed really speaking English and got us in contact with other people. Um, He's from Nagoya. And he got us with people from Sportiva. That's a wrestling company in Nagoya, a small one. Um, They have once a week a 
a show. It's like curry wrestling. You go there, watch wrestling, and you get a bowl of curry and a drink. And it's just like what people do there after work. And it was so awesome. It was so fun show. And like, <laughs> at first I was like, okay, what is this going to be? Like, I didn't know any of the wrestlers there. Yeah. But it's like, I'm learning every time new. Now I know that there were a lot of wrestlers from Heat Up. Um, also a smaller mm -hmm. show. But yes. It's like every time you go to a new place, you have just to dare and go, and you're going to learn, and you go there's always going to be something awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about wrestling bars, I've been to many. Um, there is, of course, um, the big, what everyone knows, is the DDT bars, Dropkick and mm. Swan Dive. Yes. Um, I have spent many hours there. <laughs> <laughs> many hours doing some many, many things. <laughs> Oh, mostly drinking, usually. <laughs> drinking, talking. Um, I would just say it's like what makes it really special sometimes is um, meeting wrestlers who really take the effort, even if they don't speak English, to communicate with you. I had that with many Basara guys that were working there, um, for example, Sekine and uh, Nakatsu. Yep. They always really, really cared and tried to talk to us or even if we couldn't talk um they used the phone and used the translator to get in oh, like in contact oh that's really awesome that's really cool same i went to osaka to it's not actually a wrestling bar but it's um of one of the dove pro wrestlers um Ushida's bar uh the bbb mm -hmm. they have also sometimes met wrestling there nowadays but like here owns really a normal bar yeah as normal as a dove pro wrestler can own a bar <laughs> and i have spent many nights there sitting on the bar with him and really just he doesn't speak really a word of english but we have had the greatest conversations over the phone like back and forth it's just like i say if you take the effort and they just you just be nice they're gonna try to and it's just so easy everything is really so easy everyone is great everyone is nice as long as you have a certain way of behavior and try to be polite to them they're gonna open up their hearts to you it's just it's really unbelievable that's really, really awesome. I, uh, I have heard the same thing about Abe, though, too. Uh, by the way, I, I've heard uh, from a few people. He's a, he's a pretty, he's a pretty cool guy. Um, he's one of my favorites. I mean, easily too. Um, in Japan, right? Yeah, it's um, really great. And it's like I think also something about the Japanese wrestlers is when you tell them that you think they are great and that you think they're gonna be like they're gonna have a great future, they are very, very shy with that. They would never say like. Yeah. Right. Not. So it's it's really cool that he doesn't even see what the, I think personally he's one of the biggest talents in Japan right now. Oh yeah. But he's like by far not he wouldn't even dare to say anything. He's like so so awesome. That's Great cool. guy, wonderful really. So deviating a little bit from the wrestling aspect of it, what are some of your favorite like sightseeing spots or some of the, like really cool shops that um you frequented uh during your trips? Um, like, that's really difficult. I've done all this, like, basic tourist stuff in Tokyo, definitely. Um, it's hard to say what's my favorite. I, I enjoy spending a lot of time um, in the area of Asakusa, for example. It's my favorite place to stay. It's, like, um, close to Akihabara, where the electric city is, um, electric town with the lights and everything. Mm. It's pretty nice laid back. There's many small stores and stuff there. Um, also nice shrine, a big uh, shrine. I don't know the name now. It's like a big red shrine there. Really cool to see. Um, else, if, if you want to go shopping, definitely, of course, Harajuku is 
awesome, crazy, colorful. Um, it's it's really unique. You will not find that anywhere else. Um, sightseeing wise, I my favorite place to go really if you like shrines and temples and like really beautiful city is Kyoto. That mm. was really, really nice, and also um, uh, Hiroshima. That's that's really cities that I felt really, really comfortable walking around and just enjoying my surrounding. Wow, like, yeah. For that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of crazy history there too, so that's a yes, yes. pretty wild spot. Uh, very interesting. Also important, favorite food spots, I got to ask. That's... <laughs> uh, I think it's really easy because I think you get almost everywhere in Japan great food. So what you should just do is definitely dare to go into the ramen restaurants. There is one definitely really good ramen is around um, Suidabashi, close to the New Japan store. Mm. There is a few really good spots for uh, ramen. But I'm also very easy, like I'm eating a lot of ramen at night food. <laughs> this is like my go-to ramen and gyozas, just like... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so they they definitely yeah, I can eat almost just that all trip long. I, I, I try sometimes, but <laughs> yeah, I've heard amazing things about Seven Eleven food there too. So <laughs> yeah, the, the convenience is really good. It's it's actually very easy, and especially when you're on a budget, um, it makes it really easy to just in the evening get something fast, or you get something, take it even to the wrestling shows. That's something also very special in Japan. You can bring to most shows food and drinks, so it means. For example, at the big uh, sumo hall shows, the DDT show over six hours, I had like drinks and food. I had a whole picnic there going on. Uh, oh, you, you try that in America, you're going to get freaking thrown out by security. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here too. But it's like in Japan, it's really normal. Everyone brings their alcohol also and stuff like that. It's just oh, everyone's laid back and enjoys. Or breakfast in, in um, Korokan on a Sunday morning. That's pretty normal. That's amazing. Wow, I love that. <laughs> I did not actually really didn't know that. Like, I didn't know that was such like a there was such an open policy on bringing food uh, to events there. That was something I did not know. So thank you. I actually appreciate. I, it. I think it's almost all places. At least uh, Shinkiba and Korokan, there's no problem at all. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. But I gotta ask, you know, just out of curiosity, I'm gonna ask this to everybody too. But were there any like kind of not so great experiences that you had? in Japan or was it like, or, or I mean, I, I know it's kind of a negative question, but I actually would have to think about that because I've been really lucky. Um, I really didn't have much problems and I think it's also easier for me because I'm trying to travel at times when there's not so many foreigners. So I think mm, Japanese yeah. are much more relaxed when I'm there because it's just not as many crazy people around. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, um, and I think as long as you're behaving in a certain way and you try to look at your surroundings and try to fit in, it's really easy, and I've never really experienced any bad things too much. Um, yeah. Of course, people will look at you, and you will always stand out if you're going to smaller shows, especially where there's no other foreigner when you have 300 people and you're the only one, or I had yeah. one car. So where there, I think we were two foreigners in a Korokan show. That is pretty odd, odd at all. And but it's 
it's okay as long as you don't mind too much. They're going to stare maybe and look a little bit like, who are you? What are you doing here? But not more than that, actually. Everyone's been always nice and polite. And I think it depends a lot on how you are. And that's what you're getting back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. I do. I do think there's there's been a little bit of uh, a little bit of harshness uh, lately on on Twitter yeah, and, and stuff yeah, about, about that. How to behave. And I think it's not that it's much easier. I think as long as you try to behave as the other people around you and you're trying not to stick out too much, then you have it pretty easy. Of course, there are always going to be some people who are misbehaving, but that are foreigners and Japanese also the same way. Like, there's also Japanese who are really, really annoying, and you think, like, can't you just shut up now? Yeah, see, and, and, I, like, and like, I like that you said that because it really, it's, it's, I think, at the end of the day, people need to realize it's not always just a foreigner thing. It's just that some people are just jerks in, in general thing, and it's not, like, always, a, a you know, down to, oh, they're a foreigner, so they're... You know they don't know what they're they're doing here and this and that. You know I, I think some of these some of these guys are a little um, you know misunderstood. Maybe they mean well <laughs> and they just they're not really uh, uh, they don't they didn't really study up on you know certain things yeah. that, that go on there. And I don't think they like meant mean a lot of malice. I think they just they're trying to be good fans and, and I just think it sometimes it gets a little. <laughs> um, lost in translation uh, there uh, with with them. So I, but, I think it depends on the person a lot, and you should yeah. just look to your surroundings and you see immediately if you are annoying them. It's like it's it's not that difficult. Just try to fit in and try not yeah. to be the, the Re- one that is like the loudest or something. Yeah. And like listen to other fans. There's gonna be other foreign fans who like a lot of them live in Japan. They're going to be at the shows. Just If you are not sure what to do right, just go to them. Like All of them are wonderful. They are helping. Um, there are so many of them nowadays that you can just engage with. And just don't be shy to ask if you don't feel comfortable or if you're not sure what's the right thing to do. Yeah, I really did want to touch on this because I feel like this has been something that's like really, really been uh, running wild on, on Twitter lately, and uh, it's kind of a hot topic of discussion at the at the moment. So I, I appreciate hearing your like your perspective on it. You have, you actually have been you know there uh, multiple times actually. So that's actually really an interesting point of view. Um, but any like, is there anything else? Because I, I don't have any like other specific question. But is there anything else that you like to add that? during your trip that you really enjoyed or, or whatnot that I didn't touch on at all? Oh, it's hard. There's like so much. And I think what gets me back there is really the culture of the people. Um, and they're, they're open hearted towards us wrestling fans. Something I've never imagined before is like, you're going to a wrestling show and the fans there come to you. Thank you for coming all the way from another country to see it. And I have gotten, for example, at many shows, presents from other fans. Wow. They come give me cakes and, and baked stuff. And uh, wow. I have had a, uh, I can say that this is totally crazy. Um, it's known that Hayat and Yohei are my favorites. And when they had their first match this year for the title in Osaka, there was a big signing before. Yeah. Of course, I was here in, in Europe. I couldn't go. And so a fan I only had met once went there and got for me the autographs of both of them. This like whatever. When they got signed and 
even with my name to Miriam on the side of it. And he put it in a picture frame even and gave that to me as a present now at, at Sumo Hall. It's just unbelievable. Just wow. thinking of that makes me almost cry. It's like another fan there, um, there was a like a tombola, like a, you could win something. Mm. And there was a big, um, like a button, like hand-sized button of uh, Hayata. Yeah. as first prize and one somebody won it and came to me as like you're the Hayata fan here that's for you it's like seriously wow that's, that's yeah. that you know that's that's great and I, I you know I, that's a really neat thing I really uh, appreciate about um Japanese cultures they're they're very big on giving people small gifts as like just a token of appreciation and like yeah it's it's a very normalized thing that I wish was a little more normalized over here and um where, and, and where I think it's, that, just, yeah. it's just not as it's it's not as much of a thing here, and I think some people kind of get a little bit off put by it. So, I actually think that's really really awesome. I think it's at all the way the Japanese think, maybe first of their surrounding and other people before they think of themselves, is something that's really we could learn from, and something I really enjoy while being there. And what somehow settles me always a little bit when I'm there. I'm really enjoying this feeling of. Your your the whole surrounding you belong there and you have to think of what you're doing, but it's also you're getting so much back from them. It's it's just something really really calming for me. This whole thinking of your surroundings, trying not to litter, trying not to annoy other people. Just it it's very very nice to live like that actually. Yeah, I I, I totally I get it I get it. Um... But yeah, that man, Japan just—it's really—it's really a really great, seems like a great place, uh, just to visit. And you know, I'm hoping uh, to make it there myself sometime uh, in the near future. Uh, here, hoping to be this year. Um, that's the the immediate uh, plan is to to make it there at some point this year with myself and my girlfriend. But uh, uh, that would be. Yeah, it's, it's all these stories you tell me. It just makes me want to go more, and I'm just like, ah, oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, I'm I'm actually just planning my fourth trip, maybe if it works out around uh, April for another month again, because it's the same thing. It's like there's a rule almost. I'm saying, it's like the moment you're leaving Japan to go home, you're already thinking of when can I get back. It's just that kind of awesome place. It's like it it makes you want to get more of it. Oh yeah, really? yeah, and oh, actually, you know what? That actually made me think of one more thing. I forgot to ask. Like, what would you say? Like, is the like are the best things people need to get around Japan? Like, what what do you think people like everybody needs to like, like have oh. to like really get around Japan well? And um, it depends. I think what helps me because I'm traveling a lot. Many wrestling fans mostly prefer to stay in Tokyo. So um, if you're getting there around, there's like this kind of um, little chip card called Pasmo. You can get, that's pretty easy to get around Tokyo. But if you're liking, if you like, like to travel, if you like to go to Osaka or something, then there's like this JR Press that has helped me a lot. Um, it's reasonable price. It's extra for foreigners. And with that, you can travel around um, like it's one, two or three weeks. And it makes... It's so much easier, actually. Yeah, it's, you're, it's, you're it's, talking about the rail pass, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. See, I, I know. I know. There's. I know certain things because I, I have talked to people that I know before about certain things. But I like to I just hear different uh, perspectives on on it because I know there's a little more to it than that. Um, 
but you know, like there's like the the rail. I know that the rail was the big way of public trans there. Um, yeah, it's not, it's the easiest way and fastest yeah, way, definitely. Yeah. Not so much of an Uber uh, <laughs> environment there, right? Um, like there is this kind of stuff, I think, but I have never taken a taxi or anything in Tokyo. It's like either I walk or like the trains are just so good that like they have two different kind of train systems in Tokyo alone and it makes, it gets you everywhere and it's pretty easy. What you should have maybe on plan before is, um, that you have internet. Yes. That's pocket, like pocket then, Wi-Fi, yeah, right? Yeah. You need pocket Wi-Fi or you get the SIM card, but I'm usually doing it cheaper. Um, but it's like once you have that, you can just ask Google how to get to a place and it will tell you maybe not always the right times when the train leaves, but the trains leave so consistently that that's no problem. Uh, but it always shows you exactly by which trains to get where and it's really easy and safe. And that's re- that's maybe another thing I would like to say. Um, I've never imagined for a city with 13 million people or something to feel this safe. I have been in New York, Paris, London, Berlin, many, many big places. I've never found a place I have felt this safe. As a woman who travels alone, I can walk at night two hours through the city and I have no bad feeling at all, for example. It's, it's absolutely amazing. That's that's a very that's a very big thing. That's that's huge. I mean you know, it's because it's not it's not easy uh you know traveling alone sometimes like that either. Um for anybody so you know that it's it's nice that japan is is a very safe feeling place um for for a lot of people but um is there anything else at all that that you'd like you'd like to add or uh maybe one small message just to all the wrestling fans especially like if you're a new japan fan or something i've seen now at this week many people have tried something new to go to different shows just dare to experience something new dare to go also to smaller shows not only at korakin there's like great places like shinkiba and oh yeah other in tokyo just go out of your comfort zone and see more there's like in japan I think the best thing about it is that there's not one kind of wrestling. Right. For me, like we I have... would never want to go to just like a Tokyo Dome show. I mean, you, most of the time you're yeah. sitting so far back, like anyway, that yeah. it's like so hard to see what's going on there anyway. You might as well go to some more small intimate shows at a Kurikan or Shinkiba where you actually get to see like what's going on like up close and personal. Like I don't I couldn't ever just like not go to just just like one like Tokyo Dome show. I I would never go just for that. I, so I completely agree with you. Yeah, Korkin is great, but even I'm at that point that I say the smaller the better because it gives you the opportunity afterwards much better to um, get to the wrestlers and it gives you the opportunity to have a talk, ask for autographs and stuff like that. It's really easy and I can really say Shinkiba is a great place to get that um, really, really easy. Um, yeah. Great. Imagine, imagine not wanting to see a show at Basement Monstar. <laughs> I'm still planning on that. Yes. That, yeah, that, that's, that's like a that's like a bucket list item for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's a few places still I really want to go, and but it's like it's always good because there's so much in Japan. It's like one trip is never enough to really satisfy you. There's always something new, a new place, a new show you want to see. And once you think you just learned something about it, then you're going to figure out the next company that's interesting. So it's like there's always something new. There's just such a big variety. But, yeah, it doesn't get boring. 
Oh man, that's that's really great. Uh, I'm I'm really glad that you've gotten to go to Japan so many times in such a short period of time. I mean, it's you clearly have made like a lot of like friendships and relationships through that, yeah. and uh, I think that's the beautiful part about pro wrestling. Um, you know, as crappy as pro wrestling can be at times, and and as depressing <laughs> as it can be at times, you know, I think we all forget that sometimes it's really just a big community and just a way to build relationship with people and just travel and, and see new things and you know see a lot of different styles of the same thing and uh i think that's the beautiful part of, of do and and what, part of the reason why i'm doing this uh little series with the uh, fans from the, their fan perspective because i think it's very important because it's not always just about the wrestling going on in the ring it's about the experiences like you have mm-hmm. you, in the in those in those like live event atmospheres and everything i i know personally just from me going to a bunch of indie shows, you know, throughout the years uh, in America, you know, there, there's just so much, you, you just remember around, you know, you and, and not just in the ring uh, that that happened, or, you know, at the hotel before the show or, <laughs> or, or whatever, you know, and it's, I think that's like some of the more, more, the most cool stuff about doing those, those shows and going, doing those road trips, the shows and everything. So I totally understand where you're coming from on that. Yeah, my reason for being on Twitter and trying to be a, I always try to be pretty loud about things and trying to show people what I'm doing and when I go to Japan. But the reason is I want just to see, let other people see. You can just go and do that. You don't have to be scared. And just with my experience, I just want to share it to other people and give them the courage to try it themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, just want to thank you, Miriam, for again for doing this, uh, for being our first uh, guest uh, on this uh, this little series that we're doing, and uh, really appreciate your timing. This was like very informative. I I learned a bunch of things that I didn't even know it, about the uh, about the, the wrestling scene in Japan, and I know a pretty good amount of it. So I I yeah. really we do really appreciate your time. And I mean, if any, would you like to plug anything on, on your social media or um, anything that you're working on? Uh, I'm usually really mostly concentrated on my noir right now, but it's like what I really like to do is um, if you have questions, if you're planning to go to Japan or something, just don't feel scared. Just send me a DM and get in contact with me. You can ask me anything, and I'm really, really glad if I can help. Um, also, I know a lot of people have problems getting tickets and stuff. Like I can give a little bit here and there advice, definitely where to get from, who to ask. <laughs> so just feel free to to engage with me. Yeah, no kidding. You got the connects now with all these wrestlers, you know. <laughs> you, some t- of them, definitely. you get those tickets easy now. <laughs> uh, it's not that difficult when you know the right people and who to ask. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Right, exactly. Oh, man. Well, th- thanks again, Miriam. We really appreciate having you oh. on here. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem.